following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. It is Victory Monday, and I'm talking serious Victory Monday. Um, and I got to say, Alex Chavero last night, he said, Victory Monday can't be the usual. It needs to be something special and different. And uh, Alex, I'm afraid you have got your wish because this is going to be different. Uh, I am at home sitting in the uh, big boy chair for our man, Shannon Gross, who is God knows where. Uh, Jesse is having some technical issues trying to get dial in, but... The star of the no, show. I'm in. I'm here. I'm ah, here. Jesse's I'm, here. I'm All right. Baby. He's here. I'm here. And of course, uh, we've got the star of the show, our man Nate Newton. It's in studio. He's ready to roll. So, what I'm do you ready. boys think? How you guys doing on this Victory Monday? Oh uh, man, I'm set. I'm great, man. What it's 75 degrees in Frisco. It's partly cloudy. We don't have a big screen up here because we don't have Shannon and his huge head to reflect it off of. His <laughs> 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 huge head. Nice. Yeah. Have you guys re- you guys recovered from that beatdown last night? Uh, I I'm, I am ecstatic. I think this is what we've all been wanting to see. We've seen this defense play really well the last couple of weeks, and we've finally seen this offense kind of get back to its original form of what we thought they would be throughout the entire year. This was this is this was what what we wanted, and this is what you should do two lesser than teams. Uh, They had a short week. You know, they were missing some guys due to COVID. That's just the norm of what the National Football League is right now. But the one thing that I will say that was, for me, was the most important thing was, you know, Omari came out early in the week and he was vocal about, hey, I need to get the ball more. Like, that's just what it is. Like, get me to rock. And And he said it so eloquently, but he basically did what Keyshawn did many, many years ago. Throw me the damn ball. Like, third downs, throw me the damn ball. We got red zone woes, throw me the damn ball. In between, throw me the damn ball. And I promise you, when you throw me the damn ball, everybody else will eat as well. We uh, C.D. Lamb found his hands uh, last night. The old line looked good. We had some good bursts in the running game. I mean, th- offensively, we saw them get back into a groove. Uh, but I, you know what? As an offensive guy, as a receiver, I still got to say, Kurt and, 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 and Nate and, and Chris, this is still a defensive-led team. Without a shadow of a doubt, this team is led by the defense, and they showed up and they showed out again uh, last night on the defensive end uh, of the ball. So I, I, I am ecstatic. I was so happy what I saw last night. It gave me a ton of confidence, and now we have to just continue that trend heading into January. Yeah, Nate, you've been talking here for a few weeks about needing to see the complete game. I think you gave him an eight a few weeks ago. What what what, what was this? That right there was closed. That, that was that was that was that was the eruption last last night, man. That that was big time, <laughs> bro. That, that, that right there, man. I, I'm just so upset that uh, one young man is not on this show because he's the one been needing to see it. You know, Mr. Head So yeah. Large, Shannon Gross is the one that needed to see it. <laughs> Me, I, I've been, I've been. You guys know, I've been saying it's coming. 
It's building. Now, what I, I did need was for our receivers not to drop the said. ball. <laughs> I don't need I don't need our receivers to drop the ball. That did not happen. Uh, we needed for our offensive line to be a little bit more consistent. That did happen. And uh, that quarterback to get some of his swag back. We saw a little bit of that. So I'm happy. They're building. They got a good team coming up this week. Somebody that's an equal talent. It'll be a little dog fight because the other team need to win. I'm just, man, like I said, I'm just, I'm doing Jesse thing. I'm just beating the desk, man. I'm just, I'm just happy. Go ahead on and talk, <laughs> Jesse, so I can beat you know, the desk. Hey, no. You know, something else that we saw last night, you know, Dak Prescott, four rushes for 21 yards. And no, it's not it's not a Lamar Jackson 100-yard rushing game or Kyler Murray busting off a 60-yard run. But what it was is we finally saw our quarterback run. Like, when the yeah. pocket breaks down, when things get a little bit haywire, it's okay for you to tuck the ball and go get some yards. You know, coming into this game, I think he had like four first downs uh, via his legs. And he had three of them. He had three more uh, last night. So those little things, we're not asking Dak to be Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Right. We're not asking Dak to be, hell, we're not even asking him to be Josh Allen as far as athleticism, right? We're just saying, and we're just all screaming, hey, bro, when that pocket breaks down or that eternal clock goes off in your head, tuck that bad boy and go get three yards, right? Three positive right. yards is much better than a, a, a four-yard sack, or a forced throw downfield, right? Every time you don't have to be greedy. He mentioned that a couple weeks ago about, you know, sometimes I get a little bit greedy trying to make the big plays and knock out blows. But go get go get that four-yard run. Go get that three-yard run because what you do now is you put in the back of the mind of those defenders, linebackers, linebackers uh, specifically, that you know what? He will tuck it and run because they haven't seen any remnants of that this year. Right. So they're able to play back in covers more so than, than not. But when you go out there and you show them that we will go out there and throw the ball and we'll run the ball, and when everything else fails, I will tuck this bad boy and go get four or five positive yards. That, yeah, that yeah. for me, was another positive thing to see from him. What, he had the longest rush with 13 yeah, yards I, last night? Th- yeah, yeah, longest rush last rush. night. Yeah. I, think da- I think David Hellman had written something in a uh, in a uh, mailbag column on- online about – Dax rushing and you know and he said you don't need a bunch of yards from Dak if you get 20 yards from Dak that could be three four first downs which moves the chains that's all you need out of him like you said Jesse that's another threat that kind of opened things up Wow, man. Like, yeah, Jesse it's, it's said, like you said, Jesse, that could be another threat oh that opened things up. <laughs> it's good to see Jesse back in into a rhythm, man. I mean, he won't shut up. Me Go ahead Kurt, on, Jesse. I'm loving you. Me and, me, and Kurt, me and Kurt have been trying to come bring the world back. We're such a divide in the world. Kurt and I yes, are sticking on ourselves right. to bring the – you see what my shirt says. My shirt says unity, right? Me and Kurt have been trying to bring back uh, America one show at a time. <laughs> And you always trying to separate us. You always trying no, to separate sir, I, I'm loving it, the man. unity you, that Kurt and I are trying to bring back yeah. together. You're preaching, what, and every what preacher you, needs a deacon to be over there and say, take it, preach. And that is my boy, <laughs> that is my boy Kurt. I'm just over there beating oh, the man. drums, baby. Keep going, Kurt. What's your next question to your pastor? Oh, man. All right, all right. Well, hey, sticking with Dak, I thought – Overall, he looked sharper. I mean, his passes looked harder. You know, he's throwing harder. He, he just had uh, better accuracy. What happened? What, the, what, what was the sudden change? Is, is the guys on the on TV 
suggested that maybe he did find a mechanical thing that he corrected. What did you guys see? What was the difference here? Go, Jess. I'm, I'm, come on Don't now. Jump all in at once. <laughs> okay, I, I, I was going to give you a chance no, to talk. No, sir. I'm, I'm beating the drums. <laughs> you know, I think I think one of the things that they did, um, and we I talked about this a week or so ago, of just sometimes during the season, guys go back and they get with their personal trainers or whoever they work out with in the offseason. They do they do some tune ups, and we 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 heard that they were doing some extra reps after practice. They initially said that it was oh it was just because practices are shorter but they made an assertive effort to go out there with receivers with quarterbacks with running backs the starters Dak and Amari and CD and those guys and get some reps after practice and uh again we all know that Dak has the Dak yard and he has the big football field in his own backyard so I'm sure I I don't I don't know for sure but I want to say I know for sure that he made a phone call and said, listen, I need I need some help, and called in Tom House or whoever it is that he works with in the offseason to come to the backyard and get some more working on his mechanics. And I think the way that Kellamore helped him was you saw much more up-tempo last night, right? You saw them saying, we're going to get to the line of scrimmage. We're going to get out there. And a lot of his early throws, they weren't down-the-field throws. They were quick out Thank you. They were hitches. They were things right over right over in front of his face. So <laughs> those weren't passes that necessarily you got to have a ton of accuracy to connect with, but those are passes that when you see them complete, it gives you confidence and it gives you a little bit of momentum to continue on the progression of, of the day. Thank you. Thank Nate? you. Thank Nate? you. <laughs> uh, you know, Jesse is so on point. I mean, it's amazing how Dak found his swag and Jess has found his at the same time. Wow, that's we, sweet. We called, he called some people. He called, he, called, he called Tom House. I called my therapist. So we both been working out. You know, he got the, he got the deck yard. Yeah. You know, I got the basement. So we both been working on what our individual people just trying to get our swag back. That's Man, it. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, it, it this is what's so, so amazing to me, Jesse to Kurt, is the fact that we went out there and within the first series offensively, and they were gonna try a trick play. And, 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 and lose all that yardage. And once again, yeah. we talked you, about what, it last what were you week. When that happened? What did it take to get us going? Is our defense. Can you believe that? Yeah. Heineke, is that his name? Yep. Yeah. Can you believe he said, you know what? I got a 50 50 guy. And I'm going to try this. <laughs> I'm, 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 mm. I'm going to run a fly route. And I'm going to try digs. And I'm gonna open this game yeah. up. I'm gonna break the game open. That dude, that gotta be a joke, man. I told y'all two weeks yeah. ago. But, and I'm but telling you, you not. But you, but that, that right there don't work. That but you know what's even more work. funny. You know what's even, you know what's even more funny, Nate, is that Heineke said that, and there was an offensive coordinator and a head coach that said, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I let's do it. I mean. It, it, honestly, because when you look at, you know, with Terry McLaurin and the way that he played, he's been played against the Cowboys, right. he's been basically shut down and hasn't Thank really you. got the reps. I think he I think he was having the same conversation that Amari was having yes, this sir. week. The <laughs> difference is the di- yeah. the difference is you you no, and this is no shade to Tyler Heineke, but there's some shade in this, but it's no shade to him. The difference between the two is, and I think Terry McLaurin is an absolute stud as a receiver. You got the dude who was on his sister couch last year. Right. We got the dude who we're paid seventy five million dollars to. There's right. a difference. There, there's right. a complete difference. So when you start Ooh. when you start wanting to attack dudes 
when you start wanting to attack dudes, you know, down the field, I, I'd much rather have and like the way my quarterback and right, my offensive right. coordinator went about getting our number yeah. one the damn ball opposed to how their offensive coordinator and their quarterback chose to get their number one receiver the ball. First play, go route on Diggs. I'm like, you could have picked Anthony Brown. You could have picked Kelvin Joseph. Don't, yeah, don't, Kelvin Joseph's don't, a guy. Then. Yeah, like, don't don't go at the big dog right off the gate. Like, at least warm up a little bit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? A little foreplay. He just tried to rip the panties right off. Yeah, so they were obviously <laughs> hoping to make a stand. He ain't trying to rip that, a ball, they were obviously sorry. trying to make a statement. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, 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 man, right. you missed that out, Kurt. But anyway, I'm going to tell you something. You know, you know what kind of – this is what I've been waiting on for three or four weeks. I'm saying because Amari's talked during training camp more than he ever has. And I'm waiting. I'm like, how long will Amari just be ignored? I mean – Yeah. For him right. to, you know, to do it in the in the correct way, he didn't crush nobody, he didn't go at nobody. But uh, you paying this dude a million dollars a game, and you ain't gonna yeah. throw him the ball. That 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 did well, not let's, add up. Let's yeah, let's uh, let's take a break. Let's and, take a uh, break. Get some sponsors. Can I beat the drums going out? We'll come back. <laughs> Can I beat the drums we'll going out faster? And- how about oh, that, yeah. Deacon? We'll, uh, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get, come back and talk about Amari. We need to get into that defense a little more. Still a lot to, to discuss here on this Victory Monday. We'll be right Don't back. Don't rip them off, Kurt. Don't rip them off. <laughs> hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboy fans. If you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit Cowboys Travel com to book your package today. Back to hanging with the boys. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life. 
starting at just $20. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com United for deals today. Join now. I am in Kurt Daniels in the big boy chair for our man Shannon Gross, who, as our buddy Philippe says, is probably off canceling his trip to Mexico. Uh, but <laughs> we've got the gospel Jesse in one corner. We've got the drummer, uh, our man Nate Newton in the studio drumming. We got all Madden, all Madden, Nate Newton, all Madden, Nate Newton. I gotta can't go see ask for coach. better than that. Yeah, I gotta go see Coach after this. Yes, season. you do. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. Uh, but before the break. There you go. Uh, Can I go? Yeah. Don't ask. Don't ask that. You know where it leads. <laughs> you know what happens. <laughs> All right. Let's get back into it. Before the break, you had brought up uh, Mari Cooper again. Um, he came out last Thursday, and I believe on uh, our flagship station, and, and admitted he was frustrated. He wanted to see more targets. Um, we haven't really had a chance to talk about that. What did you guys first think when – you heard that, and then uh, going into last night's game, were you impressed with what happened, I guess? I was so happy. I, I was, I'm like, it, you know, Jess backed me here, and we've been saying, it's only two people on our team that can dictate coverage. And, and one haven't been able to dictate none recently, and that's, that's, that's Zeke. The other guy that can dictate coverage is Amari. Because when Amari catches on fire, they gotta they gotta double team him or shade him somehow, some way. And and, and I was so happy that he spoke up. And now Kellum Kellum oh Kellum back to calling great plays. No, he figured out if I throw to Amari, a whole lot of plays gonna work. Right or wrong, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> no, absolutely. And the thing is about being an offensive coordinator, a lot of times you don't have to come up with these great extravagant plays where guys are looping and cutting and turning. No, just get the ball to the really good guy. Like that a lot of times alleviates you having to have these magical plays, right? Get the get get the ball to the guy who has been a perennial pro bowler. Get the ball to the guy who's one of the best route runners in the league. To Nate's point, also get the guy to the get the guy to the ball you're paying a million dollars to. There's no way in the world that Amari Cooper should be top three in salary and bottom third of the league in targets. That and and and, and he's he's actually playing in games. That doesn't even make any sense. And you watch teams around the league. You watch, uh, you know, when when Tom Brady is with Godwin and, and Evans. Antonio Brown has missed the last three games from suspension and the last four games before that or three games before that with injury. This first game back, his first game back, he has 10 catches for over 100 yards and a touchdown. You get the ball to the best players as much as you possibly can because they can do special things. So you don't, ha- again, for Kellen Moore, you don't have to be the boy wonder. Just be the smart boy and get it to 19 and get it to the guys <laughs> who can you. make plays. What do you think about that right I there, I kind of impressed. Oh, yeah. He's freaking. He's preaching. I love it. Uh, but I, what I was impressed, though, because we saw this back in the day. I mean, Des Bryant, you know, he, he would let it be known that he wanted the ball. And you saw games where Romo forced it in there, and it just didn't work. Well, for whatever reason, they couldn't connect. But And so I was a little worried coming in this game that that same thing might happen. But obviously, for whatever reason, it clicked right from the start. I mean, they, I think at least three or four times in those first two drives, he went to Cooper. Obviously, the first play of the game, he went to Cooper. They tried that little uh, pitch back to him, Cedric Wilson. I mean, they... It was obviously going to be a focus, and like you said, it it opened everything up, which was amazing. One is a route run, and the other one's not. That's the simple fact. 
because you know, <laughs> oh. I'm not going back. If you didn't get it, I'm sorry. I'm not going back. What do you think, Jess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you. And, you know, to continue on on the Mari Cooper topic, um, you know, like you said, Kurt, when you get him involved, other guy gets involved. I mean, when was the last time that you saw a team have more than, I think, five guys over 50 yards? Like five yeah. guys had over 50 yards receiving, right? And now what, 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 what also what you're getting is Amari's doing well on the outside. CD's consistently catching the ball. You know, you know Michael Gallup's going to give you a big play. But I think the one thing that we're seeing that can almost be, uh, when I say MVP, I mean on a very small scale MVP, right? It's like most valuable participant, not most valuable player, is <laughs> Dalton Schultz. Yes, sir. It's his oh. ability now, his ability now to work that middle is is something that you're going to need. And, and and look at the good teams. He's not Gronk. He's not Travis Kelsey. And no one is right. He's not Waller or one of those guys. And and none of those guys. You know, no, not that many people can be those guys. But what you see from Dalton Schultz now, it's the chain moving. It's him having eight catches for eighty yards and six of his catches be for first downs. Those are the things that you want to see because now it, it goes back to I always have an outlet, a safety net for that Prescott with Dalton Schultz. And now once I get Amari involved earlier, that opens up everything else. And that how you get that offense back to being humming again is that get the ball to number one, right? Get him going early. And again, it doesn't have to be a go route. It doesn't have to be an 80-yard touchdown. No, a five-yard out route. A hitch route, something that when he's getting into a rhythm, and now I'm able to get the ball to Schultz, run the ball a little bit. Oh, now I got deep overs and I got dig routes for a CD Lamb, tough yards over the middle. Boom, he's hitting. And now once everybody starts biting up, now I can take shots down the field of Michael Gallup and such. And you're going to need all of these guys as we head into the playoffs. You're going to need all of these guys on a consistent basis. We don't have time for a guy to be off in the playoffs, right? You lose, you. you go home. There's no there's no next week. We need these guys, Schultz, Cooper, Slam, Gallup, Pollard, all of them to be consistently performing and for Dak to be consistently getting them the ball in spots where they can be successful. See, and yeah, Lamb game, was a guy last night. I mean, go ahead, man. No, no, go, no, go ahead. You should say something about the receivers. Go ahead on. Sorry. Well, Lamb was just, he. you know, he – Got a lot of criticism last week for his drops, and you saw him take some pretty brutal hits last night and hang on to the ball. I mean, was that all a part of, you know, again, back to Cooper saying, I'm frustrated, I'm a, I need to do better. That bled over into guys like Lamb, who's like, okay, we're going to take this up a notch. You hear the whistle. Well, the criticism, the criticism was... The criticism was rightfully so. Yes. Right? And, and the reason being is we watch what he did last night, and he makes those tough catches. And then we watch what he did a week ago, and we go, well, what the hell, bro? Like, you, you're, getting, you're catching the ball, and you're getting, you know, hit in the back, and you're getting, you're getting knocked around, and you're still holding on to the ball. The other pass is you're wide open, and you're dropping them. So we're going to criticize when we know that you can do it, right? It's, it's not like we, you're, you're, there's, we're asking you to do things that are over what you're able to do. We're seeing you do it in tougher situations. So when you get to lesser situations and you don't get it done, you're damn right you don't get the criticism every single time. Because it's all about moving the chains a lot of time and uh, helping your defense because it is proven. If our defense can have 28 or less minutes on that field, 
you got some wild dudes coming out there trying to hurt folks. You don't want mm. them to be spending 30 minutes on the field, 32 minutes on the field. You want that on the offensive end so these guys can stay fresh. They showed a graphic last night where each one, each one of yes. these defensive linemen is averaging like 30 plays at the max. 30 plays. Can yes. you know the draft? Mm. I mean, you know the uh, the rush that these guys are putting up on the, on a D, on a D, on our, our offensive line, especially offensive line like the Redskins who was kind of beat up. That 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 was ugly. The Washington night. football team. Yeah, yeah. If you say so, <laughs> they whatever we want to call them. Beat to death, Washington. Pa- capital punishment, death, Washington. Washington. That's right. The reserves, Washington. That's right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the Washington Generals. Uh, you call them whatever. Yeah. They, they need to be in the U.S. of L. We we got them on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Uh, I got. I got one more offense. Well, maybe two more offensive questions, and then maybe we'll take a break, come back, talk a little defense. But I was surprised. Like, at the end of the game, I was surprised that Zeke only had 37 yards no. because he ran. It seemed like with such more authority. I mean that that end round on the left side where the deep, you know, uh, what's his name, Lyle Collins yeah. pulled all the way over, and and the blocking out front. I mean, the running game wound up with 108 yards, but you saw, I think, Zeke. Run with more authority, and perhaps the line do some different things uh, to make it work. Did and you guys was, see that? They got outside and it was pulling. Zeke had a little bit, of, little, uh, he, he was moving better. His mobility was better. Uh, but th- all it takes is the threat. And Zeke became a threat again last night, along with Tony Pollard doing his thing. Now you, you notice they didn't need him after the, after the second quarter. They rested him because the game was out of hand. And so they didn't need. It. So mm-hmm. they did it in the first quarter, and, they, and it was all you needed to do. I mean, how many points they scored there in the first quarter? It was ugly, man. And then when, it, I mean, they so yeah. mad today. Like, man, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna touch them. The offensive line, I'm gonna go beat up my teammate. And so a dude just jump on his teammate. Yeah. He's, like, He's so frustrated. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna knock my teammate out. I can't beat the, I can't beat the Cowboys. Oh man! But I think one of the things they did in the running game, Kurt, was they rushed on the edges, right? They, yes. they got out. They got outside, and and even, and even Zeke with his limited burst, you know, he doesn't have that anymore. He was able to still make some hay. And when you look at overall what they did, they they the Cowboys put together a game's worth of productivity and a half. Mm-hmm. At halftime, Dak had 321 yards passing. Yeah. Zeke, I mean not Zeke, but the but the but the running backs had 78 yards rushing at halftime. You could have stopped the game then, right? That game was yeah. over. It, it, it was over then. You could have stopped it and let people start going home early, or you know, get 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 the dude who throws a frisbee to the dog, or what's the other lady named Red Panda who does the little kick bowls at the yeah. halftime of the game. You could you could have had a, you could have had a different show going on out there. So the running game did what you needed it to do. 78 yards and a half. Is to me equivalent, you know, to to when you look at that game, it's 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 twenty eight seven or it's thirty five seven at halftime. Yeah. It's over. So seventy eight yards rushing and three hundred twenty one yards passing in a dominant performance. That's all you need, and that's all you really need from this offense is just being able to 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 like Nate said, have a presence of a running game. Right. I don't know if it's going to be dominant again, but having a presence and being able to run the ball in some capacity is 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 what they need, especially when Dak is humming like that. All right. Okay, let's take our second break. Um, when we come back, we do need to talk about the defense a little bit because like uh, 
Nate said earlier in the show, I mean, they were, they, they might be the real story here again. Um, and what else? We might, I'd like to see, maybe get your thoughts, see if you've ever seen anything like what happened on that Redskins bench, if that's ever seen, uh, you've mm. seen that yourselves on your teams uh. and played for. And uh, who knows that? we got special teams to talk about. There's so much to talk about. <laughs> um, but we will be right back. on Hang Victory Monday! <laughs> Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Your favorite WWE superstars return to AT&T Stadium for WrestleMania on Saturday, April 2nd, and Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. Get your tickets to the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. Visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Uh, We are back. I'm Kurt Daniels filling in for Shannon Gross. Our man Jesse Holly is here and Nate Newton, and we are breaking down this beatdown of a game last night. We've uh, we've hit a lot of the offensive side of the ball, but the defense. Um, what's what what is this guy? What are they? What's the next step? What are these guys capable of? Is it going to get even better? Just keep playing, because the, the competition only gets better and gets tougher. And uh, as long as we. Uh, as long as our offense can score first or stay even, our defense can keep rushing that pass and keep making things happen because, uh, you know, other coordinators get a little shaky. The, the other quarterbacks get a little shaky, and they get the feeling like if I don't throw it, we don't, we can't win the game. But then that falls right into the bear trap of what Coach Quinn is trying to do, you know, make you just become one-dimensional. And these guys, they eating and feasting, man. They, they making plays. And, and, man, it's just manifesting itself all over the field. 
How much of this uh, continued resurgence is Demarcus Lawrence coming back? He had a heck of a play last night for sure. Me and Jesse, we rapped about this weeks ago, weeks ago, weeks ago. Can't wait to uh, Demarcus Lawrence get back because, it, you know, it ain't no more who we are and what talking about it. And, <laughs> you know, he is being about it. As ever, yeah, he he coming out. He ain't doing much talking. He's just straight up playing, man. And you see it. Uh, I like how they get, they brought him back, Jess. They made sure he was one hundred percent healthy, in good shape, and they ramped him up right. And now he, I mean, he's playing thirty five plays a game at most, and he's crushing folks. They got him over the three technique over the over either guard. He he will play, and he's still rushing from his outside position. So, and now he's truly one on one with the other three guys that they got up front in Gallimore and uh, the young Parsons and Gregory. I mean, who do you who do you turn to? You can't. I mean, it, it is ugly. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, Nate. And one of the things that, you know, Dan Quinn did, and, and we sometimes, not everybody, but we sometimes forget that Dan Quinn cut his teeth in the league as a defensive line coach and worked his way up to, you know, to eventually being a head coach or being one of the most recognizable defensive coordinators in the league. So when you talk about having that front, I, I think Dan Quinn sits in his office sometimes and he sits back and he, you know, and he has his hands behind his head and he's just laughing because he's saying, look what I can do up front. One of the, like Jaron Curse last night, you know, got a sack. We haven't even seen many, you know, slot blitzes or safety blitzes or cat blitzes or anything like that because he's just saying, I got so much up front to just wheel and deal with. And like you said, I can now move Tank inside. I can line up Micah outside. I can swap sides on these guys. I can have slants and have a guy loop all the way around. I can bring Micah from depth. I can drop guys in the coverage. And so for Dan Quinn, he is he has been fortunate to have the talent that Will McClay has given this football team prior to Micah Parsons becoming a part of it. And now you add the piece of Michael Parsons, and then you add that back-end piece that, that Dan Quinn brought in and saw in those guys and your J. Ron Curses and your Hookers of the Worlds and your Wilson and all those other guys. He, I mean, he's playing with house money, and you he's literally just saying, I'm having so much fun. My hat's turned back. I'm up in the booth. And I'm literally just taking the leash off all of these dogs and just letting them go be dogs. And... Missing Randy Gregory for a short amount of time, missing Tank Lawrence for an extended period of time, missing certain guys has given those other guys those meaningful reps. Your Bashams of the world, your Watkins of the world has given them reps. So now you trust them. You don't have to dumb down your scheme because those guys were playing in games where you were ramping your scheme up. So they understand it. They know it. And it's this infectious energy that it's around this defense. Everybody wants to make plays. And when you got 11 guys who want to make plays on the defense, you got a damn good defense because those guys are running, they're humming, they're going, and they're motivating each other. I listened to Neville Gallimore talk, and he said, man, when I was out with that elbow injury, you know, the guys made me still stay involved. He said, man, but I was chomping at the bitch because I was seeing how everybody was eating out there. He's like, everybody's eating, and you want to be a part of that. Yeah. And everybody's eating out there, and Dan Quinn is just saying, 
I, I, I got a plethora of weapons. I got all pros. I got defensive player of the years. I got potentially you know, defensive rookie. I mean, I, I have a defensive rookie of the year. I got two potential defensive players of the years. I got pro bowlers up front. I mean, I, I got this guy. I got first-round picks over here who nobody wanted anymore. And I got guys over. I, I mean, he just has a wealth of of talent on that defense and he's putting it to, he's putting it to work the let's ma- let's let's enjoy let's enjoy our time with dan quinn because it may be short-lived <laughs> let's let's um <clears throat> one play man early in the game man where he had everybody standing up and he had uh gregory over the left guard but he was a uh, three or four yards back standing up and behind him he had uh he had michael parsons and he blitzed Right into that left guard, man. And at the last minute, you, with all that speed, your boy Parsons just took off. The center barely sawing, man. It barely got – just look – man, when your, when your X's and O's can't, can't touch my – what is what you call it, Joe's and whatever? My Jimmy's and Joe's. Joe's man, it, it, give me talent. But give me talent that understands what I need done. It's hard to beat that, man. I mean, they yeah. – he move them everywhere. And I tell people, last year – Guys were standing up, and nobody could understand the defense. Well, now everybody's standing up, and everybody stands understands defense because he puts you in a better position to be who you are and what you need to be. And when players see that, they rally around you. Yeah, that. I mean, you, you're right. Last year, we I, mean, I can remember Demarcus Lawrence. I think he even complained a little bit because he was having to stand up. He wanted his hand on the ground. But obviously, talent is the biggest factor. But you know the scheme and even the want to now. Are you seeing the is the mental side of it is what is taking them to the next level? This guy, and 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 the, the ownership had to buy into this. We gonna get rid of some guys, coach. If you want to change and, and, and become better, we gonna get rid of some guys and guys that you know had the smart remarks. Oh, oh you don't need to run all the time, and you don't need to do this, and you don't, and I, you know. <laughs> uh, 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 they're no longer here. <laughs> you you do need to run all the time because we're going to cut your reps now. We're going to give you a specific thing to do, and we're going to need you to do it wide open. And everybody has to run to the ball, you know, and, and now you see that. Everybody believes, and, and winning just makes it worse. When you're winning, everybody believes, and everybody's trying to get there. And and I'm with you, Jess. You know, everybody worry about Kellum leaving. And I said at the beginning of the year, you better watch out and hope our defensive coordinator don't leave. That's what you better hope. Yeah, no doubt. Um, well, okay, we got just a couple more minutes here. Um, so we got Jesse's corner. I, Since we had Kurt corner, got now Jesse's corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, I do want to do I did one quick question. <clears throat> do we need to start showing uh, Faso a little love? For those special teams, we we criticized him early. He's taking a lot of beatings uh, early on, but man, this the special teams are really rolling right now, aren't they? I like the punter. I like the way they cover, and I still ain't going along with the kicker. So I, I give him seventy five percent. That's about it for me. Bro, I've I've never seen somebody non special teams cape for a kicker as a punter as much as you. Like I, I don't know what it is. Like what is anger? He's a part of the defense. He's a part of the defense, Jess. 
He the, is a part of got some of them old Nate Newton naked photos from, from back in the day <laughs> no. at the White House that he holding you on to. What? You uh, know what? You know what? You can't even. Bl- they wouldn't even know if they showed them old naked photos. They wouldn't even realize what it was. What that like hippo? They wouldn't even recognize. So I ain't worried about that. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I think he's part I think of the defense. <laughs> Okay, I got you, brother. I got your hands down. I, I think for Fossil, it's 50-50 because, you know, he. a lot of times you're not criticizing people when they're doing well. And and John Fossil early in the year wasn't doing well. I mean, he was calling blocks when they shouldn't have been calling blocks and they're running into the kicker. I, he's still on the hook for this Greg Zerline. Like, that's still his guy. And last week he missed, he missed extra points last week. Like it ain't it ain't like we too far removed from this, but he does he does cut himself some bail when you go out there and you got three blocks on the season and two touchdowns and you got a return touchdown for uh, a return uh, uh, with a kickoff or a punt for a touchdown. So I mean, it's still he the, the jury's still out on Bones because he can still get a little freaky, um, and he still has Greg the Leg as our kicker, and I pray and hope that he never costs us a, a game in the playoffs. But he is he has turned it around and he has given this team a significant amount of success via special teams. Because he's a threat. All right, we gotta get out of here. He's always a threat. He's a threat, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, to do wrong. But anyway, go ahead. On. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, we got we gotta get out of here. Chris is having a hectic day back there in the studio. Yeah, he's been grabbing uh, his head you, or rubbing his face. Us all man. You look like Nate doing all that. That's why they that's why that's why they pay him half a million dollars a year. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Thank you, Jesse, for preaching the gospel as always. Yes, Thank you, sir. The drama, the drama, the drama. Oh, drumming, drummer, <laughs> the drummer. Shannon, we missed you today. Florida, baby. Your Mexico tickets canceled. Uh, Will, thanks for getting us up. Thank you, fans, for putting us up, putting up with us today. Uh, hopefully, we'll hear from you tomorrow. Maybe we'll be able to take some calls. But all right, boys. Victory Monday. Victory. Enjoy the rest of it. We'll be back tomorrow. Love you Thank guys, you man. Good. I'm glad for who shows up, man. Find that big-headed dude. <laughs> All right. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!